Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in again to Everyday Explorers. We are back with another episode, and we have some changes in this episode. So uh, with previous episodes, we've been fundraising for different organizations with each episode, but that seems pretty confusing. It's confusing even for me when I try to actually do it. So I think we are going to structure it a little differently, and we're going to fundraise for one charity or organization throughout the entire month and then in one lump sum at the end of the month that will be donated to that so since last uh, week we were donating to wildlife warriors which is affiliated with the australia zoo Um, we are going to continue fundraising for them throughout the month of march so um, what that means is if you head on over to patreon.com slash everyday explorers uh, and you become a patron of the show in the month of March, we'll take the portion of your um, patronship and donate that to Wildlife Warriors again for the month of March. April will be a different fundraiser, so a little differently structured, but I think it'll be um, great because then we can donate or uh, yeah, donate and fundraise even more money for those charities rather than just a little bit for each charity in every episode. So uh, thank you guys for being so supportive and um, kind of sticking with us as I figure out all of this fun podcast stuff and that the best way to do our show so thank you guys so much and enjoy our next episode of everyday explorers Hi, Explorers. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Explorers. We have timed this episode perfectly for a few reasons. So the episode today is going to come out on March 10th, but March 14th is National Learn About Butterflies Day. That's right. I'm learning that there's basically a national holiday for everything. Um, And so we are going to learn all about butterflies today in preparation for the holiday on the 14th. That way, you guys, our explorers will be totally prepped to teach people all about butterflies on learn learn about butterflies day so we're getting you guys prepared by learning about them on today the 10th so also it's about to be spring which means that butterflies are going to be all around eating the nectars from nectar from flowers that are blooming so we are about to be able to see butterflies all the time here in california We kind of have the opportunity to see butterflies all the time, but for people on the East Coast, um, where it might be a little bit colder, um, those butterflies are going to be starting to come out and about to get the nectar from those delicious flowers. So there are a few different types of butterflies to learn about. There are over 17,000 different species of butterflies, so that's a lot. And over 750 of those butterflies live in the United States. Butterflies can be found on every single continent except for Antarctica because it's a little too cold for them there. And these butterflies are in all different colors and sizes. But let's start at the very beginning. So butterflies go through something called complete metamorphosis. And that means that they go through four different stages of their life. Usually we, when we think of butterflies, we think of two stages, right? So we think of caterpillars and butterflies, but there's two other ones. Um, and we'll start with the first one, which is an egg. Before that butterfly is a caterpillar. 
It's a tiny little egg on a plant. So mom butterflies are really smart. They leave their or they lay their eggs on plants so that as soon as those eggs hatch into caterpillars, the caterpillars can have something to eat right when they hatch because they'll be hungry. So the second stage is larva or caterpillar stage. So it kind of looks like a worm. And it might, you guys might think that they're their own kind of little insect, but really it's the larva stage of a butterfly. These little caterpillars are going to be eating constantly, getting energy so that it can grow. So again, the first stage is egg. The egg hatches into the second stage, which is caterpillar. But how does a caterpillar know when it's time to change? So the caterpillar's brain produces a chemical called juvenile hormone. So as long as the level of this hormone is high, that's going to tell the caterpillar that it's not time to change yet if that juvenile hormone is at a high level. When it's at a high level, that caterpillar is going to be eating, growing, and shedding. So just like a snake sheds their skin, insects do the same thing and caterpillars do it a few times too. So caterpillars will actually, their skin, their outer skin as they grow, will get to be too tight on them, their exoskeleton. And so what will happen is they will molt or shed off that outer layer. When they do, they'll become a little bigger and sometimes they even change colors. They can do this about four times before even changing into a butterfly. When that hormone level, the juvenile hormone level, finally drops, then the caterp caterpillar knows that it's time to move on to the next stage. The next stage isn't just a butterfly. Instead, the next stage is the pupa stage. Usually, people will think about butterflies going into a cocoon. But actually, since we are exploring butterflies, I'll tell you guys, it's not a cocoon. Cocoons are for moths, but for butterflies, it's called a chrysalis. The caterpillar will seal itself into a chrysalis. In the chrysalis, chemicals are released from its body that change and rearrange all the cells to create the butterfly's new shape, including its wings. This butterfly can stay in its chrysalis for different amounts of time, depending on the type of butterfly and the conditions that it's in. For butterflies in warm climates, the transformation can be completed in about two weeks, depending on the size of the species. But for butterflies living in colder places, they wait till to emerge from their chrysalis until the weather warms up. Some butterflies can even wait several years inside their chrysalis until conditions are right to emerge. So they can literally stay in that, in that chrysalis for years until it's nice and warm and they know that they have a good chance of surviving if they come out. So they'll wait until conditions are right and then they emerge as a beautiful butterfly. Now, we're going to definitely talk a lot about what happens next because there's still some stuff that has to go on after that butterfly emerges as a butterfly, but let's take a short break, and when we come back, we'll talk all about uh, butterflies after they've turned into a beautiful butterfly. Now that the butterflies have emerged from their chrysalis, it's time to spread their wings, finally. When we think of butterflies, their beautifully colored wings are probably the first thing that come to mind. Butterflies and moths are the only group of insects that have scales that cover their wings. Believe it or not, butterfly wings are actually clear, but the light reflecting off of the scales is what makes the colors and patterns on the wings appear to us. 
The wings also contain a system of veins that circulate blood. They also have strong muscles on their body that move the wings up and down. The wings actually move in a figure eight motion and that'll push the butterfly through the air. Some species seem to shimmer and that's caused by the way the light is reflected off the scales in the wings too. These wings, even though they're extremely thin and delicate, are able to carry a butterfly for long distances. In some cases, like for the monarch butterfly that actually migrate, they can travel over 2,000 miles from Canada or the northern United States to Mexico for the winter where it's a little bit warmer. That's a long way for those teeny tiny delicate little wings. The fastest butterflies are known as skippers, and they can fly at 37 miles per hour, which is so fast for a tiny little butterfly, but most butterflies fly at around 5 to 12 miles per hour. Butterflies are going to be flying, looking for food. As they emerge from that chrysalis, they're hungry. It took a lot of energy to become a beautiful butterfly, so butterflies are going to be looking mostly for nectar from flowers. Once they land on a flower, they'll use their long straw-like tongue to slurp up the nectar. Butterflies are also unique because they have the ability to coil and uncoil that tongue. So when they're not using it, it'll be wrapped up like a hose. And when they're ready to use it, it'll unfurl um, and go into the flower to slurp up the nectar. This tongue is also known as a proboscis. These insects have an important job to do. So because they do eat nectar from flower from flowers, they're pollinators, just like uh, other birds, hummingbirds and bats and bees, of course. Um, butterflies are really important pollinators too. They'll land on the flower to eat the nectar. Some of the pollen will get on their legs and when they land on another flower, they transfer the pollen or cross-pollinate and that allows the fertilization process of those flowers to begin, allowing new flowers to grow. This is really important because flowers provide food for all sorts of animals, including us, if we think of big uh, fruit trees, things like that. And they also provide shelter for other animals. And of course, oxygen, what we're breathing right now, that comes from plants like flowers too. So butterflies and really all pollinators are an extremely important part of an ecosystem, especially for us humans that eat a lot of um, flowering plants or and things that come from flowering plants like fruits and veggies. Before their time is up though, female butterflies need to lay eggs so that their species can continue and the whole process can start over. Before a butterfly will lay their eggs, she will land on a plant and the butterflies can actually taste with their feet. So what she'll do is she'll land on a plant, she'll taste the plant with her toes, and that is gonna tell her if that plant is safe for her to lay her eggs on. She needs to make sure that the caterpillars that hatch out of her, the eggs are able to eat that plant that she wants to lay her eggs on so that they can get the energy that they need right away. Once they lay their eggs, the new generation will eventually take over. Um, and for most butterflies, they don't really live a long time. So after they lay their eggs, um, it's kind of time for the new generation to, again, take over. Um, so most butterflies can live for two weeks to two months. That's pretty typical. But the longest is the monarch butterfly, and they can live from nine to 12 months. And that's as long as a butterfly will ever live. And again, only the monarch butterfly will live that long. 
So friends, now that we learned all of the basics of butterflies, it's time to talk about our activity. Normally I would say the activity is to plant a flower. That's a pretty easy activity to do and pretty obvious one for butterflies. Um, but it's not really possible for everyone right now if it's not warm enough uh, where you live. So not everyone will be able to do that. If it is warm enough where you live, I would say, yeah, maybe plant some flowers like a milkweed plant um, in your garden uh, or other native flowers and create a habitat in your yard, garden, or flower box that maybe invites pollinators like butterflies. That way you can observe them up close and you give them some food to eat. But since that's not really possible for everybody, um, it's not warm enough yet in some places, you guys have a really easy activity this week or kind of challenge. So if it's not warm where you live, you can't plant a flower, all you have to do is tell one person one fact about butterflies on Learn About Butterflies Day. Again, Butterf uh, Learn About Butterflies Day is on Saturday, March 14th. You guys just learned a whole bunch of facts about butterflies, and all you have to do is tell one person one fact about butterflies on Learn About Butterflies Day, which is March 14th. So pretty easy, but that one fact that you tell them might inspire them to learn more about butterflies or maybe um, decide that butterflies are a very important part of our ecosystem. So even though it's only one fact, that one fact can have a really big impact. So help us tell everyone and uh, about butterflies and help them celebrate Learn About Butterflies Day. So as always, you guys, if you have topics that you want covered or questions or um, you were successful in an activity, you want to tell us about it, email us at everydayexplorers at gmail.com or I'm sorry, everydayexplorerspod at gmail.com. I always forget that pod, everydayexplorerspod at gmail.com. Also subscribe, rate, review. We have gotten a pretty decent sized audience. Thank you guys so much for your support, but we want to keep growing. We want everyone to be everyday explorers. So, um, Keep telling everyone you know about the podcast. We have listeners in mostly the United States, but we do have some in Germany and France. So we're going international. So keep it going. Again, subscribe, rate, review. We're on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, go out there, tell someone a fact about butterflies, and we will see you next Tuesday for another episode of Everyday Explorers. Have a great week, you guys. I got information for this episode of Everyday Explorers from the Smithsonian Institution, the San Diego Zoo, and Kittle.com.